Woohoo! Well, here we are again. Day who knows what in quarantine. <sighs> Hold on, you're distracting me. They say if you stare at the screen, an uh, image will pop out. <laughs> Damn it, you distracted me. <laughs> it's just... Damn it. <laughs> All right, it's a schooner. Ah, oh, you dumb bastard. It's a sailboat. <laughs> I wrote, there are so many lines that I totally forgot from, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been a little bit for me too, man. <laughs> but yeah, the dialogue in this movie is hysterical, hands down funny. Yeah, it is. I watched it with Shiloh as well. She had oh, never she, seen it. So... She had never seen it? Oh, no. man, what'd she think? <laughs> uh, her favorite character, she loves Jay. She loved everything that Jay was saying and doing. <laughs> nice. She thought she, he was hilarious. So I read that uh, Universal Studios wanted to replace Jason Mewes with Seth Green. What? Yeah. I'm like, but they're already establishing clerks, and they want to take Jason Mewes out and put Seth Green in. I guess just yeah, like, like well, no one will notice. Box office draw. I guess I couldn't even picture Seth Green in the, or yeah, Seth Green in that role. I mean, he was a hot property for, like, a minute in the 90s, but then he just, you know, like... I feel like he popped up in TV shows here and there, but in 1995, like, I didn't know who he was till Austin Powers in 97. 97? I don't know. When was Greg the Bunny? That was early 2000s, right? Oh, yeah. That was long after he was well-known. After he'd done, like, high school movies, like, Can't Hardly Wait. Cause he did, oh, he did Can't Hardly Wait, then then Austin Powers, and Austin Powers sequels. So, yeah, he was well-known by the time Greg the Bunny came out. But, yeah, I you couldn't don't imagine see him on any much, Mewes but he still does Family Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Shall we start here? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to another quarantine edition of the movies and brews podcast where we talk movies and we drink some brews i'm jordan and staring at me through the screen here thank goodness he's wearing something is daniel only from the waist up hello hello oh gosh <laughs> don't put those images in my mind ah which i gotta say i took your uh i was actually doing it for a costume to look like the uh willem character staring at the screen but then I was like, uh -huh. actually, Daniel's right. This does help your ears quite a bit for these kind of headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a beanie on top. I might have to do that next time I watch a movie with these on it. Yeah, it just man, makes it a little bit more comfortable. Makes it so yeah, you don't notice them for longer. When I'm watching a two-hour movie, man, like towards the end there, my ears start to hurt. Yeah, I know. That's why I wear the beanie, especially when I'm like playing games and stuff. It just helps a lot. Well, ooh, what do you got there? Let's Yeah, let's get into what we're drinking here. What do you got on your end? Well, I I got my Suicide Squeeze Fort George. Nice. I've got, check out this baby. Oh, nice. Got Is that a crawler? Up. You got a crawler? What Rough Beast? What Rough Beast? That's right. Nice. I got one of those sitting in my fridge, too. Probably only going to drink half of this right now, because, damn, that's a lot. Oh, shit. And it's going everywhere. Good thing, <laughs> I got a, good thing I got a roll of paper towels right here. See, we've learned... We've learned. Oh, man. But yeah, what rough beast. Heck yeah. Oh, Today was my first day working from home in quarantine. Oh, how's that going? It uh, went pretty well. Up? You know, just uh, 
sat down the last hour of work is when like like i'm mostly done with all of my busy work and then that's when my phone calls start dying down so we started clerks at four <laughs> had nice. a pause it a couple times to make dinner and stuff but you know um uh, yeah started at four you know finished it oh, you said not clerks too long ago more well, not. Or did I say clerks? Yeah. So yeah, sorry, Gav yeah. and I were talking about clerks too. I don't know. Is there really much for movie news going on? There's, I guess there's a couple things that you, you mentioned the uh, what do you call it the uh, Mandalorian season two news. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but I think they took it back. Took it back. Like it was heavily rumored, and I thought it was confirmed because everybody was treating it like confirmed, and then they said no, that isn't confirmed. Oh man! So oh, I really want some uh, Robert Rodriguez directing an episode. That could be awesome. I mean, oh, got... that that no. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about the casting news, but yeah, no. Robert Rodriguez is apparently directing an episode of season two of The Mandalorian. Excellent. Wait, so the uh, Michael Bean might be false news? Oh, the Michael. I think no. The Michael Bean. News is there. They were talking about casting Ahsoka Tano, which is a famous Star Wars character from the Clone Wars cartoon series. Oh, yeah. Didn't they already? He's Anakin's pad one. I thought they already uh, confirmed uh, who they chose. Well, that's what I was saying is they took it back or like Mm. they deconfirmed it or something. All right. Well, it's still Mike... up in the air, but, but yeah, yeah, no, the Michael Bean, Robert Rodriguez, that's still happening. Kyle Reese is a bounty hunter. If that's oh, what he is. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be so sick. Even though I was getting up there at age, still, it's Kyle Reese. It's, you know, General Hicks from Aliens. Oh, I know. It would be awesome. In the Star Wars universe, yeah. I just, oh man, that, that news got me really excited. But yeah, and Robert Rodriguez, if he, if he were to do an episode, which, why wouldn't he do the one? I mean, hopefully he does one with Michael Bean. Oh, I hope so. That'd I be think, awesome. Well, he directed him, I think, at least in uh, that fake trailer for Thanksgiving, remember in Grindhouse? Oh, Michael, really? Michael Bean's the cop when the, when the detectives are on the, looking on the ground and they're like, yep, it's blood. And Michael Bean's like, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, I've only seen that once. <laughs> okay, yeah, is there anything going on news-wise out there? Um, Not a lot. Just I think Sony announced that they're rescheduling their entire summer movie slate. Wow. So at this point, I think last, and especially, I don't think Last Night in Soho was included in that slate because that was supposed to come out in November, but I'm sure that's going to be delayed too. Jeez. Yeah, another disappointing weekend at the box office. Zero. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But hey, you know, tomorrow you'll be able to watch Onward on Disney+. Plus. Heck yeah. Yeah, they posted that you can now buy Sonic the Hedgehog. You can just buy it. Nice. Uh, there's, I don't know, like it's just slow moving news since there's nothing really coming out. Well, I, so, know, I know the answer to this, but did you watch the uh, latest episode of Lego Masters? Oh, yeah. Good versus evil. Wasn't that awesome? Well, yeah, I was like. I was, I've been watching it with Shiloh. Shiloh's watched every single episode with me. And she's enjoying it, but we, like, joke around. And the last two times I've called who was going home. Yeah. 
and but so, i'm so, super excited because next week is going to be their star wars episode heck yeah so yeah it's kind of weird with this last one so you had i agreed with the top two teams they chose and the bottom two but i could not decide which one should go home oh well i think it what did wasn't it like the the handsome friends that went home last week it was the two guys yeah yeah i yeah but i'm just saying like I agreed with the choices of whether they split the two teams, but right. then I just between the bottom two, I could not decide for myself who should go home. Like that would be I a just tough, think, tough call. I don't know. It's just I think like at that point the uh, the two guys went home. Oh, also spoilers for Lego Masters, but the two guys went home, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Like they just la- really lacked in creative vision and like how to like scale it up for like a superhero fest because they made. <laughs> But oh my god, the shade that like the uh, the married couple threw at them, which is like, oh, wh- what do you guys got going outside? Oh, you got your bake sale, right? That killed me. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I did not under well, okay. So what was up with the bake sale? I missed why they wanted that. I was just like, what? What does this have to I, do with anything? That's the thing. I just think they lack the creative. Like they're very technical builders. They very, know how to make something look good, but. Like for something like that, they just didn't really feel like they knew how to scale. I mean, it was supposed to be super, and they made a a bookstore or a, a lab or something, and it, it just a bake that, sale out front. I, I don't a know bake sale out front. I'm like, what? What? Why? Why? What? This makes no sense. Why? Get rid of this. <laughs> I know. The uh, the couple's like layer though for the scorpion lady or whatever was awesome. That was incredible. Like I, I was telling Shiloh, I'm like that one like looks the most cinematic like that one i can see in like the mummy or something you know yeah that was like cool. it felt like i was looking at a lego movie set so last night i had a dream that i was auditioning for i don't know if this was this season or the next coming season if they do this again of lego masters nice and my partner it's kind of funny in the dream she was just my girlfriend i've never dated this girl but i know her in real life <laughs> Oh, it was kind of funny though. Yeah, but yeah, I had a dream that I was auditioning for their a season, and it was the same thing where you're like going against time, trying to build something creative, and Will Arnett's walking around, going to your tables, talking to everybody. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. We had to we had a theme too, and we had to like a uh, like a court scene, and we had to like go back and basically create the scene of the crime. I oh, remember, that would be—that's a cool idea too. And I remember getting frustrated though. <laughs> so I was getting so mad, just like, ah, I just, ah, ah. I'm just like, getting stressed out and frustrated. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that was my dream last night. Nice. Well, hopefully you get into Lego Masters in your next dream. That would be amazing. All right. Well, shall we talk some other things we've seen this week, and then get into some Mallrats? Yeah. So. I've got, I guess, a couple honorable mentions I'm not going to get into because we've, we've talked about these before. Okay. My roommates and I watched Die Hard last week. That was fun. Nice. Two of them had never seen Die Hard, so. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was fun introducing them to Die Hard. Um, what else did I watch last week? Oh, I watched, well, I watched Clerks kind of in prep for Mall Rats to kind of ease into Mall Rats. And, of course, oh, that yeah. movie is just hysterical. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Clerks. Um, and then I got two other movies, and one of them is Apollo 11, which you saw that, right? You did watch it? I did watch that last week, yeah. Cool. Well, let's t- let's talk about it. I watched that the other night, and I got to say, 
I thought that was awesome. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I thought. thought... Oh, go ahead. A really cool way to do a documentary. You take all archival footage and photographs, restore them, and just piece them together. I mean, we saw the whole story before our eyes. There's yeah. no like talking heads. It's not like Neil Armstrong's grandson. Like, yeah, granddaddy used to tell these t stories about space around the Thanksgiving table. It was all just you're just watching everything, and right. that's they put that score over it too, which just intensifies everything. I mean, I thought it was really well done. I see what people yeah. were talking about last year when this came out. This is only coming out last year. Yeah, yeah, it was like last okay. spring. Yeah, it's only a year old. Okay. Well, I feel like this is going to be a little bit disappointing. Okay, so I watched it, and I'm into this sort of thing. Like, I love space. I love watching, do especially documentaries and space documentaries. I didn't, re I didn't really like Apollo 11. No? No. Well, I guess because when I go into a documentary, like, when I, what I want from a documentary is I want to learn something. I want to, like, I want to see new stuff, but I want to learn new stuff. I want to be guided through a story, essentially. You were. You totally were. But it, I guess it just wasn't like as much. It wasn't as I don't know. Like you said, there's no talking heads. There's no like guiding voices really like telling you exactly how things are going. Like, I don't know. But no. But that's part of it. It's just all unfolding right in front of your eyes. It's all visual. Right. And it's and how they just used all archival footage was just I thought it was just awesome. But yeah, that that score they put over it too was great. I thought. Yeah, it felt like a movie. I don't know, like great score. Like I said, it was very cool to see all the footage. But I guess for me, I want like more. I want like I do want some talking heads to like tell me what's going on and like, you know, like give me more facts that I can than just what I'm watching. I guess. I but that's I, just me. I, that's I what I I'm felt, looking for. I felt like for this particular doc, you didn't need it. Maybe there'll be another one later on, more in depth details. But I think for the what they were going for, you didn't need it for this. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I wish I would have seen this in theaters last year. Like, that would have been awesome. But, I don't know. Maybe it's just in the mood for space because I was actually I hadn't seen it, watched it yet, and then I was about to go. I was actually about to go put on Alien. I was just craving Alien. I think I was just craving <laughs> nice. space in general. And then I was like, I kept going back and forth, like oh, I want to watch Alien, but nah, because I I want to see this and talk this with Daniel. I kept going right. back and forth. I, I even went as much as taking Alien downstairs and putting it in the DVD player. Finally, I was like. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. I'm gonna watch this documentary. So took took the Blu-ray app, put it back, and turned on Apollo 11. And yeah, I wasn't disappointed. It goes by quick too. It's 90 minutes and goes down quick. Yeah. But I thought it was cool. But uh, yeah, it's streaming on Hulu. If anyone's interested in checking it out, yeah, I recommend it. I say see it. I mean, I think it's still worth a look. Like if nothing else, like you get to see like you know, like you said, history. It's just not quite the documentary that I enjoy, but yeah, it's good. So uh, I, I thought it was fun too, just in general, like a lot of fun to watch. And I tell you, if I was uh, around that area back then, I would have been camping out too, ready to watch that take off. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That would have been just amazing like I, to witness. Oh, I know. That is one of the cool things to see, like just regular American people, like American folks, like essentially it's just like, like just camped out in their trucks and stuff, just like sitting there waiting for the launch. Yeah. Oh, so cool. All right. Well, did you watch anything else this week? Cause I got one more. So I've watched a few things. I don't need to mention all of them, but one of the things I have been getting into that Netflix docu-series that they put out called tiger King. Okay. And I've, cause it's I've a story it. that I've been familiar with and I had heard bits and pieces of it. 
it's what I saw that they put the documentary out. I'm like, oh, cool. So actually, I've been watching it with all of my roommates, and we're all it, loving it. We haven't finished it. We're we've watched five episodes out of the seven. And they're okay. all about forty five minutes long. I've been but hearing about a, this. It is just an insane, crazy story, and how they like put it together. It's it. This is the type of documentary that I love. Like it is. It is on point. All of everything about the story. They keep introducing new characters that build the story. So the, is this, like, is this guy a serial killer or what? Because that seems to be what gets popular in America well, these days. His name is Joe Exotic. Everyone's, he, everyone's talking about this. Oh, I know. It just like blew up. And like I, every time I go online, they're talking about Tiger King right now. And that's really cool to see people like blow up about this insanely good documentary series but it's like yeah you're following this guy who owns a big cat um like essentially a roadside attraction but big cat zoo he has like over a hundred cats hundred like tigers and lions and he has a bunch of other stuff too whoa but then it's just like a story of like his rivalry with like this other animal sanctuary and the woman who runs it and there are different players that they place like they introduce throughout the uh the series so far like there's every character is interesting and they all i don't know it's just so much fun it feels like you're watching a movie just because of how crazy like how many twists and turns there are are there a lot of spoilers or anything else you can talk about oh i mean i don't i don't really want to spoil it because it's just insane but like at the end of each episode they like tease the next episode in such a perfect way that the framing for it's amazing i mean essentially the overall story is about Joe Exotic's fight with this woman. And I guess like the overarching thing is they talk about it at the end of the first episode is how now he's currently in because tw- the documentary takes place five years ago or starts five years ago, actually. So they've oh, been so following him for a while. Re- all recent events. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they were following him for a while. Like he was making a whole different documentary than things just kept unfolding. And it ends with Joe Exotic hiring a hitman to take out the woman that he's feuding with. Jeez. And he ends up, and it turns out to be an FBI agent. And now he's in currently in jail. So you find this out the first episode? First episode. Okay. But. All right. Well, I'm going to have to check this out. Cause yeah, a couple friends were texting me about it this week actually. And I'm like, you got to see this. Dude, like it is Jordan. If nothing else, it's an insane story, and it's a great documentary. Like, I, I think you're really gonna enjoy that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> well, so in kind of preparation for uh, Mall Rats this week, so I decided like, hey, I'm gonna go watch. You know, Clerks would be kind of fun to watch first, and then go into Mall Rats. Then I decided, you know what? I'm gonna watch Kevin Smith's latest film. It's streaming on Amazon Prime right now. I sit down and watch Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Nice. And I got to say, wow. Uh, it's kind of one of those too little, too late kind of things. Oof. Yeah, I, yeah. That was my thought. Ugh. There are some good parts. Like, it was fun watching cameos of, like, his regulars pop up, like Jason Lee, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. It was fun seeing some regulars pop up all throughout. But in general, though, I mean, it was great seeing uh, Shannon Elizabeth again. Mm-hmm. Still, still a babe. But <laughs> the librarian from that 70s show? Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I just I I wasn't laughing hardly at all. Like and watching Smith seemed okay because his 
character is silent, but Jason Mewes as a middle-aged stoner dude still trying to be 20, it just doesn't work. His voice has no. changed. And that's the thing. It's like it's got to change voice now, and he's trying to go back and be Jay in his mid-20s, and it just doesn't work. No. This is part of why I don't think I could ever see a Wayne's World 3. I don't want to see Wayne and Garth in middle age. No. I mean, it works so well because they're all young. Like, they're all, like, in their early 20s when they're making these movies. Yeah. So, and the, yeah. There, there are kinda... a few parts. My One of my favorite characters was probably, um, I forget the character's name, but it was played by Harley Quinn Smith, which is Kevin Smith's daughter. Right. And she was funny. And there's she, she's got some good, you know, lines that kind of are like blowbacks to Kevin Smith a little bit, like how he, because you know, Kevin Smith plays himself in the movie as well, too. And right, as Silent whole, Bob. Like, well, no, it's just as himself as this Comic-Con thing, like, hey, we're oh. Ke- Kevin Smith talking about his new movie coming out. Oh, okay. So he plays himself and Silent Bob in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, there, awesome. I mean, there's, there's some good jabs that he writes for himself, like how he casts his daughter in all his movies, which is true. I mean, she... You know, you've seen Jay and Son Bob strike back. Remember yeah. the very very beginning, the two babies in the front? Little baby Jay and little baby Silent Bob? Well, she, oh, yeah. plays, she plays baby Silent Bob. That's his daughter. Oh, awesome. And she's, yeah, maybe maybe one at the most. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just, again, just too little too late. No real charm. I, again, I'd hardly laughed at all. Because then I go watch, like, the next day I watch Clerks and then Mall Rides and I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I would still say if you're a fan of the characters and Kevin Smith's work, see it anyway. Might as well. It's, again, streaming on Amazon Prime, but was it great? Eh, two out of five stars probably is what I'd give it. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I know we were kind of both, like, kind of interested in that. Obviously, you were definitely interested in it because, I mean, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back, Clerks, I mean, it 1, was, 2, get- and Mallrats. That. Don't get me wrong, it was better than Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the movie was bad. The movie was horrible. Yeah. Both that and its prequel. Oh, yeah. Horrible movies. Anyway, so yeah, that was what else I saw this week. So. Oh, that is too bad. I'm sorry to hear that, Jordan. Okay. Uh, the Let's see, what was the other thing I watched this week? I mean, we've watched a few things. But the uh, other thing I watched this week was... Oh, Gavin and I sat down and watched The Gentleman. Oh, cool. Wait, did we watched that, that last night. He loved it, it and I really enjoyed watching it again. Where where'd you see it at? Uh, it's online. They posted it. You can get it now. Cool. I don't know if you bought it. It's like hoping there'd be a digital copy in our library. No, there's not. We had to stream it. Damn. But that's cool though. I know. I like. I sat him I down. Do, with I do want to watch that watches. again. I think you'll really enjoy it, and because he loves like gangster movies, and this is a fun, cool, stylized movie too. And I just, I love Hugh Grant in that movie so much. He just like acts his ass off, and he's acting harder than anybody else in the movie, and I love it. Yeah, like, uh, that was good stuff. <laughs> oh, I know. Like Matthew McConaughey is great. I still like uh, Charlie Hunnam's character in this too. Yeah, like, I don't know. We just had a good time. We laughed a ton. Oh, and Carl, Colin Farrell. All of the characters are great. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, just, need, it's, it's definitely worth again. another watch. It's it's a very rewatchable movie. I, I might buy this and add it to my collection. I don't know yet. I think I will eventually. So, all I mean, right. 
Oh, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Better say something. Um, like that, there's not much I, we've been doing on the weekends besides watching movies and playing Mario Kart. You just got the mall rats now? Like right before this? Wow. Well, I know. I was just like, hey, we should watch it. We should watch it. And no one really wanted to watch it. Like, because we watched horror movies this weekend. Yeah, jeez. Um, but I'm like, well, I need to watch this. So whoever wants to come in, come in. Gavin came in for a little bit. He stayed for like half of it, but he went, had to go off and do some other stuff. But Shiloh and I watched the whole thing. Well, I have to bring her in here for a guest appearance. <laughs> she can tell us what she thought. <laughs> But yeah, right. so we watched Mall Rats, and we—I mean, I laughed a lot. So yeah, yeah, here we are, 25th anniversary of Mall Rats. Yeah, this movie, God, 1995. But yeah, written and directed by Kevin Smith, starring Shannon Doherty, Jason Lee, Jeremy London, Claire uh, Forlani, I think that's how you say her last name, Ben Affleck, Joey Lauren Adams, Renee Humphrey, Ethan Suppley. Is that how you say his last name? Suppley. Suppley. Mm, I don't know. Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, Stan Lee, rest in peace, Michael Rooker, and yeah, good cast. Did you say Ben I Affleck? Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said Ben Affleck, didn't I? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I didn't watch this in a little while, and it was fun. It was great watching Clerks also the other day. God, I had movies. <laughs> so oh, crazy every time. Hey, Randall. 37? <laughs> you told him? You told him? I had to tell somebody. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, Mallrats. God, uh, so funny. Yeah, this I didn't watch it in quite a while, but man, I just again just laugh my. It's just good sharp dialogue. Like, so I love Jason Lee in this movie. This is probably my favorite Jason Lee role. Like, he is just hilarious in this movie. I mean, right. a lot of it is due to the great dialogue that he gets, but he is so great in this role. Uh, I love the, just the way this movie starts out too. It, it starts out with him. Telling a story about his cousin getting a cat stuck up his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious. And he tells her, like, then he got taken out, then he got another cat stuck in his ass, then he got that taken out. He's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, well, how else am I supposed to get the gerbil out? <laughs> oh, I know. That was hilarious. Right. So, what when Shiloh and I started, like, I pulled it up on a site and because I couldn't, we I I tried to buy it, but the, I was trying to buy like a digital copy for four dollars, but for some reason the site wasn't working, so I ended up streaming it somewhere else, and it was playing the extended edition. Really? Yeah, and it started out really weird because I'm like, this, I don't remember this at all. Like, it starts out with an extra scene of Michael Rooker's character, like, and I didn't really understand what it was until I got farther because I was just like, uh, I don't know how good this is. And comedies can be pretty fickle. Like if it goes for too long, it kind of sometimes wears off. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how good the extended edition was. So we went, we actually went back and I just found and rented the original version and we watched that instead. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched theatrical yet. I've, I've actually heard it changes the story a little bit in general. It's not just like added scenes that go on and on, but it's actually a little bit different direction of story. Well, it was weird. Cause it started out with Michael Rooker's character and they, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then when they, we were watching later, he said something about like, don't embarrass yourself like you did at like the ball or something. And I'm like, oh, that was the first scene that they showed was him like at this ball or whatever, oh, fucking up something. Okay, because I'm yeah, they talk about that in the 
theatrical version. Yeah, I, yeah. I might so watch I'm like, oh, my, weird. My, but my now I just disc. decided go with the solid, tried and true hour thirty minutes, and make sure, like you know, so there's actually all the good shit is what you see. Yeah, I might. I got so I got it on Blu-ray this week. I'm like, eh, it's about time I own this movie because I was looking at digital copies. I'm like, yeah, but the uh, Blu-ray comes with all this cool extra stuff. So it's funny. Yeah. You put it in, and it goes to the menu where it's like, you want to watch the theatrical or extended edition? And then I'm like, well, where's all the cool extra stuff? I don't want to see some behind the scenes and everything. And there's like all the shows, just those two. Well, it took a while to figure it out, but once you start the movie, then you hit top menu, and then you get this whole new menu that comes up. Oh, really? That shows you everything. Because otherwise, you put the disc in, and it just goes straight to the uh, a picture, and it just says theatrical or extended edition. Pick one and watch it. Oh, weird. I'm like, and I'm like, what the hell? Where's the chapter selection? Where's the extras? What the hell's going on? Because I'm like looking at the back of the cover, and I'm like, it says there's all this cool extra shit. Where is it? And, <laughs> like, what? and they... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jordan, I can't hear you anymore. Okay, welcome to quarantine. Internet's yep. unreliable. Oh, well. Well, back to mall rats. Are you recording? Yeah, we're already back up recording. All right, back to mall rats. Yes, so. Just like the uh, 90s, the internet wasn't what it was. That is true. <laughs> so you want to hear something weird? So I, was thinking, well, I never thought of this before, so I was watching this. So you, I, I love uh, Jeremy London in this. He's T T plays T S Quint. He's great. But while right. I was watching it this time, I don't know why he popped in my head. But I was watching this thinking, like, you know who would have actually been pretty cool in this role too, or I could have seen in this role, uh, Jason Priestley of all people. What's he in? He was Brandon Walsh in nine hundred two one zero. Oh, so yeah. back okay. in, back when this they recorded this in ninety four nine hundred two one zero, but would have been his fourth season. But yeah, I've like. I could have actually seen Jason Priestley in this role. That would have been kind of cool, but... I mean, they got Brenda. They did get Brenda, uh, which is funny. Yeah, I mean, she had just been fired off 90210 and then went and did this movie, which is awesome. Oh, did she really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was fired, fired after the fourth season. How many seasons of 90210 were there? Ten. Ten? Yeah. yeah they I'm went just... for ten seasons without Brandon's sister? Or, well, seven or six seasons? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eventually he leaves in the halfway... Or he leaves at the beginning of season nine. Weird. But they just... They, yeah, the other characters are established enough that it continues for a little while more. I mean, after, Crazy. Right, at, right after Jason Priestley left, like two episodes later, uh, Luke Perry returns after three years of absence. So. Oh. That helps keep it going to another original character coming back as one leaves. But yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, well, I'm, at, I'm at the tail end of season nine right now. So I'm almost done with the whole, whole series. Damn. Yeah, I've been watching some 90210. That's nice. what I've been doing in my quarantine time. The one thing you. I love too at the beginning of this, I love the opening credits how everybody's got their own comic book cover. Yeah. And if, if you notice, it's Shannon Doherty's. Hers actually uses the 90210 symbol. Yeah, I did notice that immediately. It has like New New Jersey Mall and then the zip code in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that and I noticed that Ben Affleck's was a Batman comic book. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? (laughs) Yeah. 
I thought but, that was awesome. But yeah, but yeah I, lo- I love the opening because yeah, you got the, you got the funny dialogue at the beginning, but then it goes into that really cool title sequence, and then really yeah, long title sequence, <laughs> which is fine by me because it's so awesome. I love Stanley's yeah. too. <laughs> this is hilarious, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, lo- what I love about the story, too. It's so simple. It's like two guys who get dumped by their girlfriends, and then they're just like, eh, let's go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is I love, like, he knows all the subcultures. I love how they, like, like statistic, like, kind of, like, just very, like, I don't know, like, emotionally, like, and very factually break down how the mall operates. Like, no, it's not in the food court. It's upstairs. It makes it an like disenfranchised like eatery or something like that i forget what they say like, but but it's still food yeah he's like but it's not in the food court and stuff like that i love like his like factual knowledge of how the mall operates well i love too how how uh ts2 says something about yeah what are we doing at the mall like or like there here we are at a mall it's like it's not a mall it's not just any mall this is the mall yeah like, come on i know i'm like and that's the fun because I'd never even thought about like mall culture where people just hang out at the mall and that's all they do, you know, until I saw that movie. Because I mean, I obviously like, you know, I was born after this movie was made or well, not after, but, you know, you're like one years old, I think. Yeah, I was like one years old, you know, like this is a whole baby. different subset of culture. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I was watching the behind the scenes and they're talking about how this movie was a. Uh... Not a financial hit whatsoever when it was first made. Like it was a box office failure. And I was like, it's it's weird because Clerks was so um, everybody loved Clerks, and then you're like, all right, the next thing from the writer director Clerks. Here we go. And I don't know, just dud. Definitely a cult classic now. It's definitely obviously. yeah, definitely become cult classic status for sure. But yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it was a dud. I mean, I don't expect this movie something like this to be a huge hit, but. I, they were talking about it behind the scenes. I guess part of it is just, you know, it was rated R and you're, everybody it's aiming towards is like in high school. But I don't know. It didn't stop me from seeing R movies in high school. I mean, it hasn't stopped anybody ever. No. No, I, one of the things that I was that talking grabbing? about how I love about this movie is we're literally like, you know, like 90s movies are hit or miss. Like they can be fun. Usually they're pretty goofy and like sometimes pretty bad too. But, like, this is, like, such a simplistic, like, thing where you're just following these, like, teenagers around while they're just kind of, like, doing normal teenage stuff. Like, no real plot besides get the girl back at the end eventually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, they're just following around this goofy little adventure, this goofy day that they're having at the mall. Like, it's very small stakes, but it's very fun. Oh, it's so great. I mean, I love that how it starts off, too, with, like, we learn that uh, T.S. caused this chick to die by giving her bad advice. (laughs) Or not, that not was even the a, first not, quote that I w- wrote down <laughs> that I laughed the hardest at was like, she's fucking dead? <laughs> she's dead? Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I I mean, uh, the, the, them getting dumped is just hilarious. I think in both accounts, like, I love <laughs> Shandori's, like, speech when she's leaving, uh, Renee. It's just great. First off, I love when uh, we switch to uh, them and you, She's knocking on his head, and it sounds like hollow wood. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> he starts playing the game. Like, you probably take me to breakfast. Like, yeah, well, it's 12 to 2 on my game. Like, come on, this doesn't happen every day. Yeah, this is and a twice-in-a-lifetime thing. She's like, you know what I think about when I'm in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, goes, that was Aw. another thing. 
there's so many good lines. Like, yeah, I've the first one I returned was like, she's dead, but also when she's dumping him and she's explaining, she's like, do you know what I do in the bathroom? I cry. I think of all the amazing people that are doing amazing things. And then I think to myself, what did she say? I cry because I think about how I'm have I have nothing better to do than fucking you. And then she just leaves out the window. Just sneaks out yeah yeah and i'm just like oh my god that's fucking uh, awesome. i love i love how he's the epitome of uh living in the mom's basement he's got the comic book collection all the comic book figures on the walls i mean that's a sega it's hilarious he has, has his little sega system going but oh man i mean rightfully so i think she had all the right reasons to dump his ass oh I yeah feel, i don't feel bad for him whatsoever no but he still, they make him out to be a little bit of a lovable loser. I mean, that's they, his character. And they do. He still has heart. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, even after everything that he does, uh, I would have fully supported her. She's like, nope, you still are a loser. And I'd be like, yep, that's totally fair. <laughs> what, what's his opening line, too? She's knocking on his head. And he's like, sweet fucking Christ, would you knock it off? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like what time is it 9 30 geez go back to bed <laughs> i love when he you know before they go to the mall he's talking to her he's like are he's talking to it the guys are talking together and he goes um yeah it's gonna propose to her oh we're at like universal world you're kidding hey, what part jaws pops out of the water oh that's so romantic i, <laughs> I know that was awesome so great oh my god yeah there's just it's just so much fun to watch this movie like well the characters are what make this movie too like every it's well cast everybody just plays their characters to the t i mean i I said this at the beginning is jason i i love jason lee this role like he has never been funnier in my opinion and he just he has all the great lines there's just like funny stuff like when uh oh is it gwen yeah gwen is uh talking about like like you remember like the so-and-so event he's like oh yeah is that when you fuck so-and-so on the pool table and she's like how is it you remember the most trivial things he's like well, do, well how often do you see smoky fuck the bandit yeah <laughs> <laughs> he has the best lines i mean it's just uh so funny like when he uh is talking to uh trish or trishy what was her name trish uh i think it's trish they call her trish the dish or something like that as a uh, Trish the dish, nobody calls me Trish, that. but I think it's just Trisha. Anyway, they're talking about uh, Ben Affleck's character, and he's like, "Oh God, he mentions me during sex? What? No, after? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah. The the dialogue in this movie is just awesome. It's hilarious. You're right. Jason Lee has the best lines, but all the other characters are really good. Like I forgot about Trish, the 15 year old who's making like a sexual like book. Yeah, I totally had forgotten about her. What should you call that? Borgasm? Is that what the book's called at the end? Something like that. Yeah. I yeah, I had actually forgotten about her character altogether, but yeah, she's great. <laughs> um I I love uh even though it's not a huge role, I really do enjoy um Joey Lauren Adams in this as Gwen. I thought she was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I, even though it's like high school humor, I still love when uh T.S. turns around, doesn't know she's behind him, elbows her right in the tit, and then she's like, ah, oh, fuck her, and then, like, just jams him right in the dick. <laughs> and then, for some, I love, 
And again, Jason Lee comes in and he just for some reason kicks his friend in the side when he's on the ground. Just like, God. <laughs> I thought so that was fun. hilarious. I don't know. There's just I could go on and on. Like the whole funny. movie is hilarious. Like we would literally be like trading lines for like two hours if we could. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say one of my favorite scenes is the uh, I guess we'll go scene by scene. One of my favorite scenes is the elevator scene where Brandy gets um Renee on the elevator and they're talking. Yeah. And not really talking. By talking, I mean arguing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then of course, here's some good dialogue I wrote down is though, and she goes, she said something, he's like, Oh, and now you attack my libido? And she's like, There's no libido to attack. No libido to attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know that is just fucking hilarious i love that they just like do it in the elevator then she pops out and she's like oh no nothing happened like he just gave me something he had oh, he no. just gave me something that he needed to give oh, so i forgot what she says well after they have sex in the elevator too she's like he i don't know he's kind of thinking they're back together and she's like that was too little too late and he's like too little you said it was a good size and she's like the effort, you dumbass. The effort was too little too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. There's like so many. I wrote down like some of my favorite bits in it, like the sailboat guy. Oh, Willem. Yeah, he's great. I love that. That's just a bit like through the entire movie as they keep like going back to him. Like and I'm like, I you'd forget about him. Then they'll like cut back to him just still staring at the sailboat. <laughs> And I just love how he gets more and more maddened. Like every time somebody comes up, it's like, oh, it's a sailboat. Because oh. yeah. first she had that little kid. He's like, oh, sailboat. Shut up. And then when he got the I whole. I love how he yells that... about that group of kids going to see the Easter Bunny. He's like, the Easter Bunny's not real. It's a lie. It's a guy in a suit. So great. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's Ethan Supley. I. It was funny. So I'm watching Boy Meets World right now with one of my roommates. And I totally forgot he was in that show but i think uh season two on he's a regular oh really I like just another him. another kid at the junior high slash high school but yeah he's in that i totally had forgotten about that but yeah it is funny seeing this is the first time i ever saw him that was in this movie <laughs> trying yeah, to think you here. know i was trying to think of the first time i had actually seen the movie um and i don't remember but you definitely showed it to me I don't oh, remember when it was when I, I saw I brought, it. This is probably one of those I couldn't wait to show you when you were younger. And it's one of those, like, I'm sure I was like, yeah, this is cool. And I'm like, I'm watching an older kid movie and watching it again. Like, I hadn't seen it in a few years. I've definitely seen it since the first time. Because yeah, it wasn't until, like, late high school, I think, when I started getting into Kevin Smith movies. That's a little late to it. I mean, I think I saw all those movies before James and Bob hit theaters in 2001. But okay. I was a little late to the game. You know, I didn't see these upon release. But... Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting down and watching Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and just loving all of them. In fact, yeah. I'm on a roll right now, you know, having seen Clerks the other night and Mallrats. I actually, Chasing Amy is on Netflix right now. I might, tonight, just sit down and watch Chasing Amy. Nice. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Yeah, I mean, it's starring Ben Affleck and uh, Joey Lauren Adams. They're both in it. Yeah, so, I should watch I don't that. Know. You should watch it. Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. Why not? Uh, maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. I try to think some other just hilarious parts. I mean, I love when they go, they're like, we got to get out of here for a while. And they go to the flea market. That is yes, a great the, scene. The Ivana scene when they go talk to the hip, or not hypnotist, but the palm reader. I had completely forgotten about the topless palm reader for a while. Did you? 
until she showed up and i'm like oh my god that's right and she's got three nipples and i love how we just like yes and as soon as she has three nipples like jason lee's just like i don't want to look at it no i can't fa- i don't his, want it his facial reactions are hysterical <laughs> as soon as she t- opens the top up reveals the three nipples and he's just like uh, he's just uh, not about it. he's just like oh man that is sick because <laughs> um, I mean, at first he's all into it. he's like she she says something like it feels like you two are in a hard place and he's like reaches down he's like i'll say it. <laughs> i know i forgot about that little like all these little side characters are hilarious like the like the mall cop <laughs> like the front fr- i forget his name started with an f but like jason like like Bob, Jay and Silent Bob like are against like this mall cop throughout and trying to like get him out of the way so they can destroy the stage. I do like their little like wily coyote plans that they're always looking at. <laughs> and then oh, like, yes. right, I just love happened. how they're like, oh man, he's got like 468 collars. He he has he even has two kills under his belt. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I do love the Batman part though, where he like spans the wings out. And then Jay's like, fly, fat ass, fly. Yes. So funny trivia here. You know how he goes flying into the uh, photo in, yeah. in, in the dressing room, outside the dressing room? The lady in the photo was Jason Lee's wife at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I just found that out today. That's pretty <laughs> hilarious. Looking, at, looking up some trivia stuff. But yeah, that's Jason Lee's wife. <laughs> but I, I do love that, though. He like looks up, and there's Gwen. And he's just like... Oh. Uh, and she like pounds his head. You fucker. <laughs> well, then they go to the exterior shot too, and he's like right there in the woman's crotch. <laughs> yeah, I know that was that made me laugh too. Oh, so man, just going him going over the plans with the blueprints makes me laugh. I love, I love how it just doesn't isn't afraid of being like a little bit ridiculous especially with the jay and silent bob characters like they're running around for the mall cops and he used like a bat grappling hook and he hoists both him and <laughs> jay and him up into the sky i forgot that's, i love that part I, yeah, it's that's so hilarious. fun <laughs> yeah i love that i love seeing stan lee have a hilarious cameo yes that is a awesome cameo i mean that, that cameo is just legendary right there i'm gonna it deserves the title legendary like I love that cameo. Yeah, and one thing that I absolutely love is I was watching it with Shiloh. I'm like, holy shit, like Stan Lee's at like peak Silver Fox age right now in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. an older gentleman, but he looks smooth. He looks good. Yeah. And, and oh, I mean, it's my favorite cameo uh, he ever did. I mean, the Marvel ones are fine and all, but this one was just by far awesome. I, I yeah. just love his talk too when they first walks up to Brody in the window and they're talking. He's like, you know, look at that couple. Don't they look beautiful? It's like the panties. What? But oh, they, know. yeah. I I, love... But that dialogue, that's just a good conversation between them. I just, I loved it. I almost wanted to cry watching it. And I still love the kicker at the very end when he talks to T.S. He's like, I think you need to get him some help. He seems to be really obsessed with superhero genitalia. He'll grow out of it. That's so great. <laughs> the- the rock does he have a or the uh the thing does he have a big orange dork <laughs> yeah he's just like so we just don't talk about that sort of thing but that's a great moment though yeah oh, but I, I, I do love that scene though great moment great scene um 
Then you got, I don't know, what do you think of the end as far as the dating show scene goes? I, I think okay. that whole scene is just hysterical. No, that's what I was saying. Like, I was watching it. Like, I remember these little bits here and there be like making me laugh, but it wasn't until like when they're all sitting down and Jason Lee's just going off on the dating show. I was dying of laughter. And also, I don't think the last time I watched it, like, I don't even think I realized that the guy who plays Dante in Clerks is the other contestant. So, yeah, so, so they have the same last name, and I was, I was looking up on it. Uh, supposedly, they're supposed to be his cousin. Oh, okay. But yeah, played by the same character, same guy. Um, what's his name? Brian O'Hallen or Hall Oren or something like that. Yes, and I absolutely fucking love. I mean, how they get there is Jay's like, oh yeah, I'll smoke him out, and he smokes him under the table. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I, you know, I do I love, love that. that. Like when the dating game happens, like I'm just dying of laughter. Like him going off and like telling him just like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> It's like no one cares. You're, we're not here for you. No, my, I know my my favorite line. I think of that is, you know, she the she asks him, you know, what what an ideal date would be, and he just goes on and on about all these things he thinks a woman wants to hear. Finally, when he's done, um, Bro- Brody is like, "That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard." I mean, look at you. You're the kind of guy that would have to beg for sex, and I should know. We can smell our own. <laughs> Oh, I know. That was so funny. I just love, I love how like, you know, it starts out with like a weird story. Then during the dating, dating game, he's telling a weird story about his uncle was on a plane that was crashing. So he just started jerking it. And then the whole plane started jerking it. <laughs> and he's telling this elaborate story. And it's like, and then it autocorrects. Everybody just pulls their pants up, sits back down. And then all of them did un like once it lands safely, they all get off the plane, never mentioning the incident to anybody. Well, so and happened? I wrote this down. I was did, like, did they come? And he, the, the guy looks over. He's like, wait, did he come? He's like, Jesus Christ. There are some things you don't talk about in public. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I love too. after he answers the question, like, what kind of kiss would you have? Would you, your kiss be soft like the wind, firm handshake, or a jackhammer? He's like, oh, definitely a jackhammer. And he goes on and on like, about how it'd be like a jackhammer and he's like where the hell do you come up with this shit <laughs> i just love how he lays into them and it just so just funny. it just makes me laugh so much it was like that is my favorite part of the whole movie is when they're on the dating show yeah <laughs> that's so good uh <laughs> she's like boy wonder we're like wait i'm boy wonder i'm all man lady yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then I love how they take care of Ben Affleck's character. He's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. The whole plan is like, well, I'm gonna send you to jail for having sex with a minor. Fifteen? I thought she was thirty-six. Yeah. <laughs> I do love too. He's like, Can I punch him? Like, no, you can't it's not you're not allowed to punch a guy that's in police custody. Oh come on. Like, nah, okay, but make it quick. I know, that was the last thing I wrote down because that made me laugh so much. Just like, oh, come on. All right, make it quick. It's just so great. He gets one sucker punch. And then, oh, my God. That was amazing. That had I, I, me I feel like it's great too. in this. He, he looks so strange young. I don't know why. He Dude. just has a weird baby face that well, he's really grown into. He, he, he does. But even in like uh, Goodwill Hunting, he looks so much more grown up in Goodwill Hunting, which is only like 
three or four years later. I don't know. A lot can happen. But yeah, yeah seeing Ben Affleck, he's also great. Young is hilarious, and as like a total douchebag character. Apparently, he only got paid six grand for that role too. Oh, really? Yeah, and it, he, he said something about like, oh, I, need, I could use the six grand so I audition for the role. <laughs> he said, so, so then interview, but yeah. I'm just trying nice. to think. It's hard to pick a favorite scene. I mean, I love the Stanley cameo scene. That's great. I really do think mine has to be the Ivana scene with the palm reader. I mean, it's just yeah. hilarious when you're she's all doing her thing, like touching her nipples, and Brody's just like, oh, oh, oh God, like I can't look. I just what's going on? And I just love that makes that scene even better. She's giving TS like very valuable advice that he can directly apply to his yes. situation. Oh, yes, yes. And finally, she says something about their nipple, and he's like, "What? What their nipple? Are you kidding? It's as clear as day." <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. No. That scene's great. I'm st- think- I'm standing by the. The loves like the uh, the game show scene for me. Yeah, that I, is. I, it's almost best. a three. Which I, I love the Stan Lee stuff just because I love Stan Lee. The Ivana scene, but yeah, the dating game show scene is just hysterical. <laughs> like suitor number two, if we were making Whoopi, what's Whoopi? Yeah, you know, being romantic. Oh, well, like fucking. <laughs> oh, theater. <gasps> <laughs> That that had both Gavin and I dying. Just like, oh, you mean fucking the and the whole mall gasps. It's just so great. What I love. So let's talk the, real quick at the very end because you know how it shows, but which each each character goes off and does. Yeah. What I love is that was a great parody and a homage to Fast Times at Richmond High because Fast Times does the same thing. You've seen. Oh that. yeah. So yeah, they did. You've seen Fast Times, right? Yeah, I've seen. It. I just didn't remember that. Okay, but yeah, they do the same thing. Kim Smith made sure to use the same font and color and everything when he was like describing what each character is doing, and I do I do love that too. Like you sh- they show, um, uh, was it Brandy is or yeah or excuse me Brody is hosting the Tonight Show and uh, Renee is his drummer. Yeah, <laughs> thought that was great. And yeah, I, I like how T.S. and his girlfriend I forget her name. What, what's his girlfriend's name? Um, Brandy. Brandy. I like how him and Brandy get married at Universal of the Jaws Red. That is hilarious. Does uh your girlfriend want to come in and talk about it at all? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing right now. You'll see. You're like, hey, lady. Hey, hey Shiloh. The hell you want? I don't I don't know if she's gonna come. Get up and go ask her real quick. Hey girlfriend. All right, all right, hang on, hang on. There she is. Like she's, you know, I know like, like from the nineties. Like from the nineties. Like from the nineties. Okay. Hey Jordan. Hey, what's up? It feels like a long How time since I've seen you. Doing good. How are you? I'm okay. Good to see you. Thank you. I like the backwards hat that fits, especially for the movie we're talking about. Very mid nineties. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> uh, we were talking ball rats here. I, I heard you saw it for the first time, and I was just curious what your thoughts were. Oh my god, I loved it. It was great. It <laughs> makes me. Oh, a... It makes me want to watch like Clerks and all that kind of stuff because I 
absolutely thought it was great. So I I just bought Clerks on digital. It's in our library on Vudu. You should watch that tonight. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah no. it was. I don't know what I was expecting, to be honest. Like, but when I watched it, I was just like, oh yeah, this is totally my type of comedy. Like, it reminded me like with all the cutscenes and all that kind of stuff. I freaking loved Jay and Silent Bob. Like, absolutely oh, my favorite oh, characters. I want Jay to be my personal motivator. I feel like he can get <laughs> me to do things. And Mind I just and, yeah, just uh, Scooby Doobies or whatever he called them. Smoochie Boochies. Smoochie Boochies. Um, <laughs> and it was great. Jason Lee was amazing. I hadn't seen him like. Just him. It was a great movie. I don't know. He, like, he's my favorite amazing. favorite in the whole movie. Brody, his character. I was telling Daniel, like, this is my favorite character he's ever played. Like, I love him in this movie. Yeah, that's what Daniel, Daniel said. It's his favorite, like, character that Jason Lee has played. And I agree. It was amazing. I had an almost famous. Yeah, an almost famous. Like, they kind of play, like, the same almost kind of, like, character that believes they know what they're talking about and stuff. And also that part with Stan Lee was absolutely amazing. Oh gosh. Like, I almost I almost teared up, but it's good. It's so good. Uh, so <laughs> I, lo- I love I, when he's talking about like, oh yeah, and me and Mick Jagger, we got we got a competition going. I think I'm yeah, ahead of him. The last time I checked, yeah, I'm ahead of him. I thought that was <laughs> awesome. So great. Yes, it was an amazing movie. I absolutely loved it. Oh, uh, good. I'm glad you glad you were able to see that. No, I, I think it's a great piece of comedy history. Like, I love it. Yeah, yeah like you're, you're gonna have to watch Clerks though. I think you're if you like the humor in Mallrats, I think you're gonna like Clerks. Yeah, it was absolutely my type of humor. Like the whole, like I love the different scenes they go back and forth through. Like I don't know, like that kind of style of shooting and you know where it does those quick little like little acts and stuff where it goes back and forth between the different storylines and how they all end up together i just fucking love freaking love that excuse me it's awesome you cuss on the show we cuss all the time did you like uh how'd you like avana the uh palm reader oh my gosh the palm (laughs) reader I just, I was like just sitting there and then I remembered, like, I asked Daniel, I'm like, would you date somebody like that? And he was like, sure, yeah, I can't discriminate. What is it? What does he say? He's just like, well, if we're going to have sex anyway and she has a third nipple, that'd be body shaming. (laughs) What does he say before they go in there? He's like, she could tell me I'm dying in 10 minutes and I wouldn't care as long as she's topless. Yeah, as long as she's topless, she can do whatever she wants to me. I don't care. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. I, but I, I do love it. It's so just classic. She tears it off at the end, like, works every time. Works every time. <laughs> so good. Uh, she eats it. I know. Oh, and then, like, the handshake with the pretzels and all oh, yeah, that. I don't, I don't is... know if we talked about that part, Daniel. <laughs> that is good. You should see yourself right now. A grown man with his hand down his pants. Yeah, I probably look like my old man. Probably looks like my old man. And he's like, hey. And they just seem like, oh, look it. If it isn't my neighbor. Shake, rub. Oh, that's a nice ring you got there. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. No. Definitely can't do that in 2020. No. <laughs> At least no. early early 2020. <laughs> no. I just love that it takes the chocolate. It's like rubbing it down. Or when he's looking at the oh. ring, it's like keeps rubbing his finger. Yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you know what's happening. You're just like, yeah. no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I loved the Silent Bob where he thinks he finally got the force and with the oh. videotapes and also <laughs> seeing Ben Affleck's character like, oh, she was 15. Like, tell me you would have done it too. And then like when they're walking away, like, can I, you can't hit somebody that's in police custody. I'm like, oh, come on, man, just once. And they're like, oh, okay. I made wow. it quick. Like, Ugh. yeah. I'm like, that <laughs> would only happen in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, sure, man. Yeah, we'll just look the other way. It's fine. <laughs> That was great. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Yeah, now this is, I think this is, a, we can officially call this a Davis sibling um, favorite. <laughs> I believe yeah, all, tell- all four of us love this movie. Yeah, he was telling me before we started the movie that you had texted your sibling group chat. And he was like, yeah, you should see there's just like a bunch of these quoted mall rats, like things in our group chat. And whatever you guys like when the the Davis family loves a movie. You guys freaking love a movie. It's like, true. It's so true. insane. You guys go like so hard on these movies that you love. It's like like when we talked about The Princess Bride, I swear all four of you, Daniel included, were just like, oh my god. <laughs> what? And it's kind of the same with Ballrats. You've never seen Ballrats before? I'm like, when you guys love a movie as siblings, you guys love a movie. It's Wayne's true. World. We're we're a Mall Rats, Wayne's World, Princess Bride family. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. <laughs> I know. I still need to watch Wayne's World too. <laughs> ah, you should. I mean, while you're in quarantine, fuck it. Do a double feature. Watch Wayne's World one again, then watch the second. Uh, double feature. On Saturday, Saturday. I'm still working, so it's. But maybe since now that Daniel's finally working from home, we'll just have to do that. Watch, do a double feature of Wayne's World 1 and Wayne's World 2. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. the rewatch. It's so, so worth it. Oh, so good. Wayne's World 2 is one of my favorite sequels of all time. That's what Daniel said. He's like, it's actually a genuinely good sequel. So. Even better. Yeah, there's part, better. in some, in yeah. some ways, I, I, I think overall, as far as laughter goes, I think it's funnier than the first one. Oh, I laughed a lot in the first one, like well, then, genuinely. Then you're gonna love number two. <laughs> uh, see, I want. No. Ah, see, this is one I. We're gonna have to do like maybe get Kylie on this too. I want to watch. I want to do it like a big group thing and just talk Wayne's World sometime. Oh, that'd be cool. We could do like a Zoom call and you can have like Lauren and Kylie and everybody just apart talking about this movie. <laughs> be, that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we could have like five people all on one call and yeah, talking. Yeah. Wings. <laughs> That'd be a good Talk episode. Because yeah, we're just doing, we're doing. I'm sorry, doing, what? Uh, I said, yeah, we're just doing throwbacks right now. I like it, yeah. Makes sense. Have you guys chosen a movie for next week yet? I don't know yet. Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet. I was thinking like, yeah. I don't know, alien sequels that Daniel hasn't seen or diehard sequels oh. he hasn't seen. I think you guys should do the Alien sequels. Those are great. Freaking love those movies. Thinking of, uh, I don't know. I don't think Daniel's ever seen Black Hawk Down. And the two prequels. You could also watch Top Gun. Yeah, we'll save that more for before the release, the new one. Oh, that's right. If it doesn't get pushed back. But I don't know. 
There's so many options, though. I mean, I'm looking at my collection right now. There's things Daniel's never... I mean, we could do old classics. We could do Marx Brother movies. Ooh. That would be fun. There's, yeah, so many good classics. I'd love to do Yours, Mine, and Ours, the original with Lucille Ball and Henry Fonda. Oh, yeah. That would be a great one. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There's so many options we could do. We talked about doing Pixar movies that we've never seen before. So I still oh. have a couple I've not seen. Like, I've never seen the car sequels or Good Dinosaur. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, those are okay. Like, I've seen the Good Dinosaur, and it was okay. Um, it wasn't my favorite. I know Daniel's never seen Brave either, so. I would really like that one. I Which, yeah, so I think it'd be fun to do a, do some throwbacks and talk about some stuff. Yeah, stuff we've never seen before. I mean, I've, yeah. I've got a whole list of stuff we could go over. Anniversaries, I mean. The I think it's the 20, 30 year anniversary of one of the scariest movies that Daniel ever saw. What Edward Scissorhands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the thirtieth anniversary soon. Ugh, whatever. I'm not gonna watch it. Let me double check. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Thirtieth anniversary. Oh. We could do a thirtieth anniversary of the scariest movie. Oh, Daniel I want to do that. At the, I want to be a part of that episode. I love that movie. <laughs> Well, we could, yeah. Um, you guys would just have to share a microphone, but yeah, we could yeah, do that. We could, do it. we could make it work. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I, I guess Daniel, I have to wrap us up here, but yeah, I just, thanks for giving your input. Oh, yeah, it was great. I, great. Great to talk to somebody that hasn't seen it before. Yeah, I'll just, you can always come to me for <laughs> random movies that your family loves that I haven't seen. So. Uh, Ne- next, we'll, next, we'll have to do Gross Point Blank. That's another Davis family favorite. Seen your spine and ours? I haven't seen Gross Point Blank. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the original da- Yours Daniel, and ours. Tell Daniel we should do a double feature of Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. Um, Jordan says we should do a double feature of Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. Uh, I've never seen High Fidelity. I haven't either. And I, w- I hear the Netflix show is pretty good, too. No, we haven't seen High Fidelity. That's a fun one. Yeah, junk old classic Kuzak. Either that or Say Anything, which is, in my opinion, one of the best rom-coms of all time. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to watch that. I haven't oh, yet, though. So good. That's, that's in our digital library, too. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to check it out. But, yeah, I just added Clerks to the digital library, so Yay. definitely watch that. I'm going to need to. Again, like again if you it. like mall rat humor, you're going to like Clerk humor. Oh, it was great. I loved it. All right, well, I'll let you get back to Daniel, but thank you. All right, well, yeah, thanks for uh, coming in and chatting. Of course, we'll see you later. See ya. All right, and I'm back, and those were Shiloh's thoughts. Hey, that was fun. I'm glad she was able to come chat with us. Yeah. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do, uh, again, Edward Scissorhands' 30th anniversary. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's time I give it a second chance. I'm... I need to watch The Big Lebowski in my adult life. I haven't seen it since that I was 16. That would be a fun one to do. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm down for double features. I'm down for whatever. I don't know. So what... Are we, wait, hang on. Are we wrapped up with this episode right now? I think overall, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think any other things. I mean, we've talked about all the great lines, all the great scenes. We, I mean, I mean, yeah, we talked about it all. If, if anybody listening hasn't noticed yet, we totally recommend checking out some alt rats. Oh, hell yeah. Go see it. Yeah, uh, I think as far I think you just have to rent it on either Vudu or Amazon. But yeah, it's out there. I mean, I got it for ten bucks on Blu-ray. Worth it. Nice. 
So, yeah, it's good to have in the collection now. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, I added, I was telling Shiloh, I added Clerks to our digital library on Voodoo, so you can watch that tonight if you want. Yeah, I think I'm going to Clerks 1 and 2? Just just 1. I did see Clerks. Yeah, Clerks 1's on there. Maybe I'll get the second. So, you don't have my DVD, though. It's not? No. I looked all over the place, and I have no idea who I would have lent that to. I don't know. Maybe Kylie? I don't know, but we have it on digital at least. Okay, well, yeah, we'll wrap this up here. Uh, yeah, that's our talk from all rats. I mean, again, we totally recommend. Check it out. Great movie. Oh, hell yeah. Lots of fun. If you like to laugh, which I think during these times of quarantine, a little laughter is good for the soul. Yeah, just a little bit lightheartedness. Yep. goes a long way. All right, Daniel. Well, where can our audience find us? You can find us online on movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think of Mallrats. I mean, fun, classic, like teen sex comedy. I just call it kind of a sex comedy. Eh. And I mean, it's, got, it's got aspects to it, but still the, great 90s you comedy. You got the three nipples in the one scene. Exactly. <laughs> I was telling my friends today, he's like, I'm like, what are your favorite scenes in this movie? He's like, oh, to be honest, it's been a while and I barely remember it. I'm like, sure, they remember the lady of three nipples. One does not forget such things. He's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, glad we could still, you know, bring you entertainment every week here. And uh, yeah, I uh, hope everybody is doing well. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>